800,000. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Okay, no one's going to have you guess what I just said that for. I'm going to, I mean, I can assume it's something to do with gamer score. It is. Um, normally what I do is when I get up to like a milestone number like that, I save it up and I play a Halo game just because, I don't know. <laughs> You're adorable. It's a bit of a softy. <laughs> but this one snuck up on me. Wow. What were you playing? What were you playing when it clocked over to 800,000? Um, I'm just going to double check. It might have actually been Leisure Shoot Larry. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a new Leisure Shoot Larry game out. Is it? How is it? Like a new, new one or is it the one that was on Kickstarter a while back? No. Um, this is new, new. Yeah, right. Out of nowhere. Um, and even to start the game, it's sort of like, "Hey, how old are you? Do a quiz." That's huh. great. What Classic. were the questions? Uh the first question was from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is Spike's real name? <laughs> I mean, that's quite specific. Like, not mm. not everybody our age would know that anyway. Mm. No, but all right. Um. What did I you do? don't have to be our age. You, you could have been born in the mid nineties. No, still no, you've got to be, be to exactly our age. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like the test is testing if you were a teenager in the nineties. Yeah, actually, no, that wasn't what I got it on. I got it while playing Friday the Thirteenth Killer Puzzle. Oh. Killer Puzzle. You have to murder it's, a jigsaw puzzle. No, so it's a like a little puzzle game, right? So you you play you're playing. What's his name? Jason, Killer, Jason Voorhees. Jason, you're mm. playing Jason, and you have to kill the campers. And it's just like a you you move around the map, but you push a direction, and he just goes to there, and just working out little puzzles and mazes. Murder. It's puzzles. actually quite fun, but with murdering murder teenagers. Yes. Nice. Well, murdering everyone. Mm. <laughs> Luke doesn't discriminate. No, no, right. murdering anybody who remembers what Spike's real name was. <laughs> yes, I, uh, so I got that one wrong. I had a dream the other night that I got super into PUBG. <laughs> what? I don't know why But okay. even in the dream You guys were like What are you doing man Like, <laughs> Is that because you can't hey? play Fortnite on your phone But you can play Yeah PUBG? I think that's what it was and, but, <laughs> yeah. but you guys are like Not only like do we not know why You like that game at all But why now <laughs> Like, <laughs> mm. See it's sort of funny I, It would be good if we like that type of game Because that would be a good game to play with each other Because <laughs> oh, if we I like that type of game It would be great because it's nice and quick. We jump in, we die in 30 seconds, we start another game. I bought PUBG. I played it once and I was like, I don't I don't get it. It's the same as Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I never played it again. And then now I think it's free. So I, sh- I re- regret ever paying for it. <laughs> yeah, PUBG is now on Game Pass. Fortnite was always free. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it on Xbox when it first came out on Xbox and then, and then mm. it went on Game Pass. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. Yep. That's the one bad thing about Game Pass. Sometimes it's uh, you buy a game, you don't play, it, and then it comes out in Game Pass. <laughs> well, and honestly, yeah. that's my—it's well, it's my fault. It's not the game. I could have not played this for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. If I just played it, it would have solved the problem, but I didn't. So. Mm-hmm. But God, Game Pass is good. Game Pass is very good. Um, I've been doing some thinking this week about how I'm going to purchase an Xbox because. Uh, you know, we when you pre-order it in two days, exactly. Well, if I try, I'm going to try and pre-order it. We've, there's been some pre-ordering fun this week, as you may mm. have seen. Mm. Xbox uh, have assured people that they're not going to let what happened to PlayStation <laughs> happen to them. 
I can't. So, but it's still possible. Sony announced the pricing for the PS5, and well played, Sony. Mm-hmm. Well played. You've uh, you've and certainly the, beaten them on the, price. In fact, I think they might have listened to this podcast last week because <laughs> they've done exactly what Luke suggested Microsoft should have yes. done. Yeah. And have the, their best console have a discless version, mm-hmm. which is just that little bit cheaper. It's not a little bit. It's a hundred bucks cheaper. There's yeah. no way that disc drive costs a hundred bucks. Like they, that's no. that's intentional to piss. Well, not to piss Microsoft yeah. off, but to get them and there's, to get people. There's no way I'm paying a hundred bucks for a disc drive. So no, if no. we were on the PS instead of on the Xbox, this would be a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. And I really wish – and Xbox, the annoying thing with the Series X, in about six months to a year, they will release a discless version. That's now. right. Well, that's why uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. I'm still, I still haven't decided which one I'm going to get, just mm. purely because of mm. that. So Sony announced the pricing and then they said, all right, you can pre-order it tomorrow, tomorrow mm-hmm. morning, and everyone was like, Which Great. I prefer announcements like that. Exactly. But then uh, Walmart said, in fact, I think, I think it was Walmart that tweeted and said, why would we make you wait? We won't make you wait. Pre-order it right now. Who gives a fuck? And then, and then the <laughs> gates were opened and then mm-hmm. Best Buy and Amazon and everywhere was yeah. just like, all right. Once the embargo was broken, everyone was just like, fucking come yeah. and get it. But it's sort of a weird embargo. It's not like you're actually getting anything. Yeah. You're just right. giving them money. And so it's sold out like almost immediately. And then mm. uh, the next morning when the people who had been like, all right, tomorrow morning, very good, I'll get up early. And then they got up and discovered that- Gone. Yeah, no more. Mm. Uh, but even if you did get one, even if you were fortuitous enough to to get a pre-order, mm-hmm. uh, you still might not receive your console on launch yes. day. Because Amazon said, oh, we weren't really keeping track of the numbers that closely. <laughs> so <laughs> even if you, you- I mean, you've pre-ordered it, but that doesn't mean you're going to get it before yeah, Christmas. You, you'll get one, but- yeah. But it's but like get- an iPhone, you know. Right. A new iPhone comes out, a bunch of people pre-order it, and it's like, yeah, when your name comes up to the top of the list, we'll give you your iPhone. We'll give it to you. Yeah. So because apparently they've uh, – Sony has has bought out six, I think they said, Delta planes to fly PlayStation 5s to America for the release. <laughs> they've, like, just going to, like, stuff the planes full of them, which is fucking fantastic. But uh, – Well, I'm, I hope – this is the one. I hope Xbox have learned from this and we'll have enough. I don't actually, I don't care about everyone else getting theirs. I just care about me getting mine. <laughs> and I've set my alarm because <laughs> the pre orders start at 8 a.m. in Australia on Tuesday. So you think so. that it works out that, okay, this man, Mr. Luke Alderson of Australia, purchased, mm-hmm. he pre ordered his at 8 a.m. on the pre order day. So he needs to get his at 8 a.m. on the. On the release day. <laughs> yes, that would be perfect. Mm, yeah. But that's yeah. fair. So I, I was looking into this, you know, we, we kind of talked about the differences between the Series X and the Series S. And mm. I think possibly the Series S might still be good enough for in this room mm. because the. I, w- I wish there were specifics, like literal, like show, take a game and tell me exactly what I don't get if I don't buy a Series yep. X. Because what mm. they're saying is it, it it can do 120 frames per second in 1440p, the, the Series mm-hmm. S, right? Is that, Luke, you would probably know. Is that right? I haven't really paid much attention to the Series S. Okay. Because what they're saying is like, yeah, you're not going to get 4K, you know, the 4K textures and all that kind of stuff using the Series mm. S. But I don't have a screen in here that can do that. Mm. So I think- I think it's all right. Yeah, 
But to be clear, you're uh, well, talking the- about your second one that you're going to purchase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in the living room on the 4K TV will be a Series X. Like, that mm. makes sense. Yes. But in here, where I don't have a screen, that I don't have a 4K screen, so I don't know that I need one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure why I would buy one for in here. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, here's another one. How often do you use the one where you are now? This is the one I use the most. Mm. Okay. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. But, to, but actually, if you don't have the screen, but this is my this is my launch Xbox One hooked up to a, a like a HD oh my monitor. God, I don't have another Xbox. This is a, a launch Xbox One hooked up to a 1080p ASUS monitor here at the side, because if I hook it up to this monitor, it just it's, it's in the middle of the screen because it can't do mm. uh, higher than mm. 1080p. Look, I don't know. I, for me, I'm. If you were also planning to maybe upgrade the Series S later when the diskless version comes out, yeah, maybe I might. do it that way. I might. That's, a, that's what I'm but, thinking. Yeah, I, I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to get the X. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I need it. I need that fridge. <laughs> it's not that big. It's the size of a small fridge. It, does, it looks huge. It's though. not that big. I've seen um, uh, videos of the two next to each other, and actually the size isn't, isn't that different. It's not that mm. big. I just it's, like that it it's plain. Looks- yeah, I, I, I like yeah. it a lot better than the PlayStation, which is, you know- a Yeah, it looks a lot nicer than the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't know what they were thinking with the PlayStation 5. Two completely like different It's going to date ideas. so quickly too. Yeah, I'm two completely different leather. styles. One is like out there, like, look at this fancy thing I've got. And mm. one of them is just like, this is just a box under the TV that you don't need to be looking at. Yeah. No. Minimalist. But yeah, they will release a discless version after Sony have done this. And I think they, they should have done it this time around. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't I because I mean, it's not like the, the most recent Xbox Ones weren't discless. You know, it's, it does right. feel like mm. they're going backwards by putting yeah. a disk drive into their new one. Yeah. In the year 2020. I think they were just afraid to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, in case Sony did Like it is a whatever. big move to make. And that's why if you look at PlayStation, they've, they're doing both. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. I can't imagine why you would spend a hundred bucks on the one with the disc drive. And, oh, actually, I can because you might want backwards compabilities if you've got a bunch yeah. of PS. There are games. Think of. Yeah. There are still a lot of people out there that like buying discs because yeah. they like to trade them in. Do they like and it? Sell them hundred dollars worth. Well, this will be Question. good market research for them. Actually, they'll be able to see exactly who still values <laughs> a disc yes. drive to the tune of a hundred dollars. Oh, fuck, man. These drives are not that expensive. I can buy one for 12 no, bucks. There's no way. And no also, because Sony, no Sony makes those version. drives, they manufacture them, I think, right? So it's like it costs them probably dollars to make one. So this is clearly just a, a test <laughs> to see who actually wants the disk drive version. Because there's no difference. That's the other thing. I don't know that we really clarified that. There's mm. no other difference between the two mm. except no. like, one is $3.99, digital only, no disk drive, and one is $4.99 with a disk drive. Like I bet nonsense. they haven't even it's made. Nonsense. I bet they haven't even made any units of the four ninety nine one. <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> someone's going to call their bluff. They're like, oh fuck. Yeah, but, just but put it's that so out. weird. Sony have gone and done what everyone thought Microsoft was going to do: was yeah. wait for Sony to announce their price and then come in cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the yeah the, the Xbox pre order situation is is a little well, neater, especially with the pre order because they do have that very easy way that you can buy it on a plan as well. Is that going to be at launch? Do we know? Yeah. Okay, so I can do that. At the, see that, but then I'm like, I oh, know I can't waste time fucking around with that. It's got. I've got to get in there. I've got to get it ordered. Like if I'm, yeah. they're choosing the plan, it's going to be a. I'm skeptical the that they're going to let you pre-order something and then not a pay plan. for it. 
Yeah. Mm, interesting. Because yeah, the other thing, yeah. So, so, I mean, because I think because of COVID, there's less of these than they, they would have wanted, right? That's why the PlayStation 5 thing was an issue. Or is it, I mean, I know this happens every year, but uh, do we know if that's why there was such an issue? Or is it not the case? I think that's played a big part of it. That, and that's why it's still amazing that both consoles are coming out right. this year. Because they thought mm. maybe the Xbox release would be delayed. But it, yep. but it wasn't. So I guess we don't know how many there are. They could they, they could be doing a pre-order, but there's only two. <laughs> That's right. Well, they're not going to tell you. Oh, sold out. Yep. We have sold out of it's a bowl of strategy. <laughs> all the ones we've manufactured have sold out. Both of them. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident I will get one. I'm not mm. too worried. Yeah. But I will cry if I don't. Danny, are you I'm also gonna- on an original Xbox One? Still, yeah, I know not yeah. not right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. Luke's the Absolutely. only one with a, fan, with a fancy Xbox at this point. Yep, I even got the Scorpio edition. Mine is seven years old. Actually, yeah, seven oh. years old. It's in year one. Yeah, it's older than my dog, <laughs> <laughs> who is two. Yeah, so is mine. But it's pr- <laughs> that's pretty good that it lasted that long. I, I have yeah. found that with this generation. Mm. The Xbox ones are lasting a lot better than the Xbox 360s. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I went had through, two 360s for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went through in total about eight or nine or something. Jesus mm. Christ, Just with Luke. Xboxes dying. <laughs> this time they didn't die. I just got upgraded. The other day I walked in here and I could hear like like a noise of like a fan or something. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I, I'm like, oh, it's my Xbox. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> only, only like a month. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there, little fella. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. And and as we think, the thing I'm looking forward to the most about the new Xbox is actually just faster load times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really a big thing for me is the faster load times. I mean, I've got an SSD. Sure, they're going to look prettier. prettier. Mm. Ooh, 120 frames per second. I still don't understand why that's the new target. It does look good. I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit. It does look good, though. And once you've seen it, it's hard to go back. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I play a game in 120 and then I'm like, ah, oh, switch it to 60 to see, I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, no, no, more frames. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of movies. It, you can never go back. It's like with your television. Is it like, is the mm. frame rate variable though? Can we, because you know, obviously in Australia, uh, yeah. it's not going to be 120, it's going to be 100. Oh, is that true? Right? It's, I don't know. Because I don't know we if- don't have, we don't pulse at 60. So we don't do 30, 60, 120. We do 25, 50. Hundred. You know what? I don't know. I don't know about that because I'm, I'm hooked. Mine's hooked up to a, a monitor, so I think my monitor can do whatever. No, but it's not yeah. your monitor. It's your um, it's your the power coming out of your wall socket. Oh, you're right. You know what? Mm. I always forget about that. That's why my coffee machine doesn't work properly here because mm. it's an Australian one. Uh, yeah, I have why. no idea how it's going to work. But the difference between a hundred and a hundred and twenty, I don't think my eyes will tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll find but out. It's I'll always send you a video of mine at 120 and you can watch it on your <laughs> but As always, it's not going to be, the frames are never going to be locked in. Mm. Most There's very few games that will lock in yeah, they, frames, to especially at that high end. Normally, if they're locking it in, it's at, I find it's lower, so it, that way you get better quality throughout instead of it jumping and changing. Yeah. But what do I know? You guys uh, played any more of this war of mine? Because I put it on again no. for one more game. Mm. And uh, one of my guys froze to death in the first night, and I turned it off. <sighs> oh, and God. I, and I uninstalled it because I don't need this drama. I don't need the stress in my life. I did start a game, but then I uh, i forget why. 
I think it, I think it was like late, and I was like, you know what, I'm not doing this again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't I haven't played a full game, but I did start another it's game. I think so I've, upsetting. I think I have four people this time. Mm. So, and it's there's those sort of like, hey, you well that you can win the game, but mm. I was talking to someone about it the other day, and I I was like, I recommend it, but mm. not like, I mean. Do think about it first. Look into it a bit first, because I recommend it. But yeah. also, I don't want to depress you. Yeah, like, it's very Make good. Sure but you're it's in not- an okay mood when you put it on. It- and it's also a game that you have to pay a lot of attention to. Yes, you can't sort mm-hmm. of just be have your mind wandering because that's what screwed me up a few times. Is I wasn't paying full attention yeah. and I didn't change where I was going yeah, to. You make silly mistakes and people mm-hmm. die. That's just. I got nothing, and I came back, and then everyone got depressed because mm. you were watching Spies Like Us while you were playing it. <laughs> Love that movie. Well, I Love also found the, the the last playthrough that I did, the proper playthrough. I even started taking notes, written notes about like, <laughs> okay, at this location, I've I, did you that know, for, I haven't taken all of this. Come back and grab it. I did that for Disco yep. Elysium. I was taking uh, handwritten notes. Yeah, fucking. Uh, the other thing I still struggle with is every time I go to somewhere in that game is. I'm scared of every. If there's someone there, I'm panicking that I'm going to get shot or killed. I don't. I keep forgetting that you can actually just walk past a lot of these people, mm-hmm. and unless you do something wrong and steal from them, I feel like that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, I assume you have not been playing that because you've been playing something else. That is correct. I have gotten well and truly uh, absorbed by Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You were hundred percent so right, sir. Good. I, I saw the dick pic. Yes. Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And then within 10 minutes, I was like, oh, oh, okay. They, it's basically like they took all of the shit and, got, and just like mm-hmm. scraped it away. And they were like, here's just all the good bits of Assassin's Creed mixed with, yep. mixed with The Witcher. Yeah. And also it's beautiful because it's yes. Mediterranean 2,000 years ago. And it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The setting is, is interesting and- mm. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I've not played a game in that setting. Mm. I, I like not not. I mean, not like this anyway. I've never walked around yeah. in ancient Greece. Yeah, yeah or that's why Greece, it's interesting. In is, yeah, you just need to listen to me more. I recommended that game years ago. Yeah, but you'd recommended all the other Assassin's Creeds leading up to that, so you can no, forgive no, no, us for I, not. <laughs> no, no, I, I've, to- I've told you to skip some, and yeah. actually, I still think the one that came before that, Origins, the, uh, one in Egypt, Origins, don't play that one. Especially, I'm going to play it. Liking Odyssey, if you go back to Origins, you're really not going to like it. I'm, so I'm going to give it a shot because I, yeah, I want to play that. I love Egypt. I'm going to finish this one first, but I'll, I'm mm-hmm. going to give it a shot, and then I'm curious about because I was the Syndicate like this, or was it the old style where? Old style. We, yeah, okay. Because mm. the thing with Ubisoft games, it seems- Matt is wants that to be a geezer. I, I, <laughs> mate, medieval, not medieval, uh, what, eight, was it Victorian London? Come on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to play your that? Star, it's your style, man. Yeah, and I did try to play it once, but then I- Like, the Assassin's Creed games used to have all that filler, right? Which is- That's why Odyssey does not seem to have the filler, or they've disguised the filler- in a in a very clever way with you know actual story, mm. Whereas- and I think they've also learnt from that as well. For Valhalla, they're doing it. Well, now I'm really excited about that. Yeah, because Valhalla, they're not having side quests, so it's not like when you go and mm. rape and pillage your town mm. that you go, 
and then a farmer will come up and go, hey, can you go help me collect this for you? That yeah. sort of stuff's not going to be in it because it makes <laughs> yeah. no sense can in the do game. do some raping for me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> While you're pillaging, my, uh, my opponent's farm could do with a bit of a yeah. whatever. Mm. Mm. But that, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's probably going to be one of the first games I play on the Series X. Yeah, mm. right. I think Cyberpunk is going to be, I mean, not the first game I play on it. Uh, well, Cyberpunk comes out a week after. Right, so I'll have to. I'll probably X be playing out. Assassin's Creed Odyssey still, <laughs> to be honest, because <laughs> it takes me a little while to get through games. I but, think uh, I'm probably going to not upgrade until I'm ready to yeah. play a brand new title. Yeah, waiting until next year might not be a bad idea, but I don't know. That's the other thing too: um, is should I just get one? Pre-order one of them and see what happens. Well, the other thing you could do is pre-order the one mm. and then wait to see if they do release that discless version later. Yeah. Because remember, you're still going to be able to play with each other. Ugh, play on this thing. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But because I'm pretty sure it's coming cross. Not like you we, you play with people anyway, but you mm. could. It's still going to be <laughs> I play with cross-platform. Jenna. Jenna and I have been playing uh, Diablo 3. I see that every now and again. Mm-hmm. I think about joining in. It was a very just, pretty uh, game. Very pretty. We just like because you can play on the same on the one screen, just oh, both on the screen, and we just so we just sit in the couch and play. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, more games should do that. Mm. Good game. But yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, loving it. Uh, surprisingly, I'm surprised by how much I love it. But then I guess I shouldn't be because it's basically what you you both said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you playing as Alexios? Uh, no, Cassandra. Of course not. You guys are no, no. no. You guys are Cassandra is Cassandra's canonical. Yeah, the story is actually based. You're playing the female, really. But they just gave people the option. But yeah, mm. you should be playing as Cassandra. Hmm. Hmm. And I find her prettier to look at. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's that's gonna come across a little bit racist. <laughs> but there's something I about. I was about to say I can hit record, but. Something recording. about playing a greasy Greek dude, right? <laughs> it's just you thought that was sound racist. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Go on. No, no. I, he's a bit unlikable. He's just a bit unlikable. Really? Okay. He's, he's arrogant, and uh, yeah, I, I I wondered whether playing as Cassandra would be better simply because perhaps I'm she's trying to find her to be that way. Really. So that's interesting. Mm. Now I'm curious. Mm. And because he's dead in, uh, oh, as far as I know. Spoilers. Anyway. (laughs) I mean, well, if he's alive, that'd be a spoiler because in the first 10 minutes of the game, he gets thrown off a cliff. So. Oh, really? So that still is the story for him. That's not the story for her. So, well, they both get thrown off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just that one of them's a baby. And in my version, when well, in Cassandra's version, Alexios is the baby, and he's mm-hmm. as far as mm. I know, he's dead. But does she try to stop her father from throwing him off the cliff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. she gets thrown off, but she doesn't die. Yeah, she yeah goes yeah gets found by a and then starts that, murdering that, that lots creepy of people. guy who apparently just seems to recruit young underage women to do jobs <laughs> for him. <laughs> I'll stop you there. He recruits young underage men, which is why yeah, I got yeah. my job with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Good game. Very good. Great game. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so many, 
so many more weeks before I get my Xbox. It's on a yeah. boat right now. Yeah. No, I remember that. I, well, see, I didn't do that. I took my Xbox on the plane, if you recall, in a, in a duffel bag. Mm-hmm. I thought about it, yeah. But then I thought my TV's not going to even be there. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I figured there'd be a TV I could use somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know I was coming through security at the airport when I got here. And uh, the, <laughs> from the back to the guy, he was like, what the fuck? He opens it up and he goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't travel with this again. And I was like, don't worry, mate. I'm not going to. This is yeah. a one-off. <laughs> I yeah. am set. Yeah. Because I had the Xbox. I had the hard drive, the external hard drive, which at that point was a, was a large uh, one with mm-hmm. a power brick and everything. And then, yeah, he was like shaking his head. You don't understand. It was going to be months until it arrived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I remember the time your bag got searched when we'd been at Disneyland. My bag? Was it your bag? And, uh, and they found your R2-D2 Mickey ears? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were having a- uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, and and you, were like, you were like, fuck, is this going to be an embarrassing moment? And then the guy's like, yeah, this is cool. Where'd you get this? <laughs> yeah. At Disneyland. Oh, R2-D2. Yeah, and somebody goes, oh, R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> TSA just right into it. I remember when uh, Luke's bag got searched and I felt sorry for whoever searched it because it was just a, a pile of clothes that had been shoved in there and a yep. giant handle of uh, Johnny Walker Red. Yep. Like a two-liter <laughs> bottle of Johnny Walker. I'd lug that thing around all of America mm-hmm. while drinking it all. Yeah, it's taking a swig in every state. <laughs> I played or a four that I was in. I was playing something else before I got uh, caught up in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I restarted yeah. the Outer Worlds because ah, okay. the DLC came out. Yes, I've recently started playing the DLC as well. Because you, but you can't play it if you finish the game. Yeah. So if you have one save mm. and you don't have any other saves throughout the game, you basically have to go back and restart from scratch. I was lucky that I. With those games, I have a few different saves. I have- so I was able to find a save that was before the, that last mission. See, I'd probably playing do playing with an underdeveloped character. Yeah, exactly. That's what I probably do well, too, but I'm like, that makes me feel gross. Like, no, no, no. I was I, I was lucky that the the save I had was like just before I started the last mission. Oh. But see, so I, I, I feel like start that at this up, point, so- I wouldn't even know my character anymore. I'd be like, who are mm. you? Yeah. What was I, what was I going for? It is taking me a little while to get back into how to control my companions and stuff like that. And yeah. Which one I like. But the one thing I did now, though, because my original playthrough, I played it through in the hardest setting. Oh, yeah. So I could get the achievement. And with that one, there's no fast travel. You can only sleep in on your ship. Oh. All this stuff. Like it's. But now for the DLC, I've just gone story difficulty. Yeah. So I can just play it, not have to worry about food and. I, Actually, I mean, it might be a little bit too easy. I need to up it maybe just a little bit. Because it's a fantastic game anyway. And the first time I play yeah. I, I usually do this. I The first time I play through a game, I play through it like good. Like I'm a good guy yep. and mm-hmm. I do it the way that, you know, I'm a hero. And then the second play through, I'm going to murder you and I'm, take your Well, I'm a bit more, I would say, uh, self-absorbed in this playthrough. <laughs> Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is quite funny in this game because it's so goofy. I I actually forgot mm. that it was so goofy. You know when you meet that first Spaces Choice guy and he just spouts all the slogans yep. at you. I was like, oh, that's right. This game's like funny. This is not mm-hmm. gonna yep. go the way that it's a, it, it's not a serious game anyway. So no, actually, maybe I'll 
I'm starting to wish I had started a second playthrough and been a bit more like that. Yeah. I, uh, I never finished it the first time around, um, but Such it's been so game. long that I have been meaning to go back and I think it's I, – I did pop back into it a little while ago and too much time had passed. I'd forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing? What's my, what's my focus? So That's how I, I feel mean, about now Skyrim. There is DLC. I, I think maybe eventually when my Xbox arrives and I finish <laughs> Assassin's Creed, if yeah. – uh, Cyberpunk hasn't come out yet, then yeah. maybe I'll go back and play this from the start. Well, we're definitely looking at that Cyberpunk's not going to be delayed now. It doesn't look like it. I mean, they uh, the the other the third Night City Wire was the other day, and they they're not delaying mm-hmm. it. So I am a little shocked. I thought that it it would mm. it would slip again, especially with just how busy the, the end of the year is for games. Yeah, but nope, it's coming out, and I'm looking forward to it. What if yeah. it sucks? Yeah. There is a good chance it will. <laughs> what if it's not any good? Because the hype for this is I huge. Know, right? We're all really excited for it. I'm kind of taking and it as a given it's going to be, like, fucking amazing. But what if it sucks? Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to play my favourite game ever that I've not played yet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has happened before, right? What was a game that – oh, Daikatana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, there's, uh, it has happened where, yeah, you, you, the hype – Oh, was like No Man's Sky. Dogs. Oh, No Man's Sky, yes. Yeah, watchdogs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. See, it, it happens, mm-hmm. man. That's yep. uh, that's some people, I guess, would chalk that up to deceit. The watchdogs side of it, because people get a bit mad at Ubisoft about it. But that fucking E three trailer, we did mm-hmm. not get that game. No, no, we did not. The, no. oh, trailer. It was gameplay, but that's not the game I played. Yeah, and the, the well, Legion comes out. Yes. in October as well. Yeah, that looks interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. You want to play as an old woman? I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, it's a very interesting choice. How you can you get to play multiple characters and you just mm. recruit whoever you want. Yeah, and you can have or just have like completely old people, but there is a chance that they will just have a heart attack and die. Yeah. Wait, is that actually a thing that can happen? Yeah, they can <laughs> just die. <laughs> and yet there is All a right. perma death mode where the oh, so you can recruit more people. Even yeah, yeah, die? you can yeah. every every single person in that game evidently you can recruit. Interesting. All right, all right. Yeah, because part of the gameplay is you've got a mission. You need certain skills. You got to go out and find the people who can pull it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you might need something that needs a hacker. You might need someone who's good at driving. Mm. You might need someone that's good at non-lethal killing. No, non-lethal <laughs> takedown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's going to be hard. This episode. It's going to be hard to find someone with that particular <laughs> skill set. <laughs> Liam Neeson, perhaps. <laughs> I do love that uh, that line in the Simpsons episode where they go to Africa, uh, where their guide is uh, talking about the the current leader. Um, you know, mm. assume the position in a bloodless coup, and they're like, "Oh, that's nice." He's like, "Yeah, all stranglings." <laughs> uh, so Pax has been on this week. Mm. Yep, last day is tomorrow. Mm. So, yep, last day is today, isn't it? Unfortunately, I went away for a few days. For about half of it. Mm, yeah. So did, I was, I. so did I. I was hoping to have, like, internet where I was, but <laughs> I got there, logged onto the internet, and could not do anything with it. Yeah. Which is also why Save File didn't come out this week. We've recorded it. Oh, okay. But, I wondered where it was. Yeah. Well, I was, was because we were worried where I was in Kangaroo Valley, so mm. there was no chance of me checking out How was that? How's that just nice. being nothing? Oh, man, it's so good. How's so being nothing, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know if I'd survive. No, you would because, like, there's no point in picking up your phone, you know? Because <laughs> it doesn't work. So, 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 so what do you do? Well, you pick up a book or you pick I, up an axe and chop some wood if you think that, you're going to be cold because you're going to need a fire. That's almost like, remember, we, 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 we mentioned this briefly when we talked about our original trip to America, Dan, but we mm. didn't have i we we had iPhones in Australia, but they didn't work in America. So yeah, we only had right. flip phones. So we didn't have that thing where now you would be on your phone looking at stuff. Yeah, we were just walking mm. around looking at things. Yeah, we were just on holidays, and our, like, we we bought those little flip phones so we could call one another. Yeah, we just text and talk. If to we each got other. lost, yeah, like I'm I'm at the Starbucks. Come, but come we down did not have, we didn't have phones. So to, yeah, and and. Maybe that would be a nice thing to do these days is go on vacation mm. and not be constantly looking at, oh, I'll get an Uber. I'll get, I mean, Uber's convenient, but I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, when absolutely. I go on holidays now, it's basically I open up my phone and go, things to do near me, and that's how I decide what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so otherwise you'd just be standing there. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yep. No one's told me, Google, no one's told me what to do, so I guess I'll wait. i park bench until a Parisian comes and sits down and suggests something for me to do. No, your Parisians did not suggest nice things for Luke to do. No. When we were in Paris. No, they didn't. In fact, no, both of you, both of you had Parisians uh, <laughs> suggest some pretty awful things. They were not fond of us. I don't know what I did to them. Oh, you know what you did. I know what I did to mine. I, I didn't <laughs> mean to do it, me. but I know what I did. <laughs> Disrespected his people, Luke. Yep. Mm. Apparently. Yours, I think, theirs was a little bit different because you were like, sorry, don't speak English. Uh, don't speak French. And so he spoke English and you, I'm still not going to give you money. I didn't say, and then if you got- speak English, I'll give you money. <laughs> yeah. I just said, I no. don't know what you're asking for. And so he said, yeah. money. Mm. And I said, oh, uh, okay. no. No. <laughs> 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 oh, Which I upset see. him. This is a shakedown. Yeah. <laughs> So I watched uh, Acquisitions, Inc., um, mm. which, so, I mean, the curtain was pulled back a little bit on a few of these panels. Uh, a lot of them were not live, which is fine. It's mm. just uh, some of them I th- thought they were and, and they weren't. Um, actually, yeah, and I think they actually started doing that because I know a few of the panels actually had issues. Mm. Yeah, right. When, when they were trying to stream, because there, there was a music one I wanted to watch. Mm. Because he was gonna, like playing the entire Marble Madness soundtrack on piano, yeah. But then second he started playing, and it just go sound like a robot, and was able. So I think they started doing that with a few of them just to so it would work. They have a buffer yeah. zone. Mm. Well, the acquisitions yeah. Inc., uh, which was very good, by the way, as always. It was fun watching them play D and D. They accidentally released it uh, on the podcast feed the day before, and everyone was like, "Oh, can't wait to watch this live tomorrow." Mm. <laughs> that, mm. the, the the episode that I just heard, yeah, that was not live, no. but that's fine. Like, I mean, it was a different vibe anyway. Like, mm. watching mm. it with an audience is very different. Watching with the audience and then going, okay, now I've got to go after this. I've got to go head over here so I can get play mm. this game or check this out. Right. Yeah, just missed some of that. You know what? It was we still did good. I'm still happy it went ahead. We could have done all that, guys. We we really did this wrong. We Luke said it last mm. week. We we should have communicated with one another. Mm-hmm. And watched things at the same time together. Sure. Yep. And decided like, you guys want to have a beer? Let's let's drink a beer while we watch this one. Or let's sure. let's order yeah. a pizza. You know, like we could have <laughs> could have made yeah. this something. That's true. Especially because 
None of us were at work. No. Yeah. That's right. I was either watching panels or playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we really missed a chance here. Yeah, we've got no one to blame but ourselves. Actually, also a TV show took up a bunch of my time last week too. Oh, what were you watching? Another point to Dan. I watched The Terror. (laughs) I knew you'd love this, Matt. Mate, what a fucking show. Fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Boat history and horror. The thing that's really great about it is you could- So, it's it's the story of uh, two ships trying to find the uh, Northwest Passage through the- through the Arctic Circle. So, based on a true story, the two ships really mm-hmm. did go missing. Uh, and I think they were found a few years they ago. They were. The, they were found one. only yeah. last year or the year before. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the story, the, the fictional, mm. fictionalized story of, of what might have happened to them because they just went missing. And yep. it's got a bit of a supernatural twist on it. Mm. But the thing that's really great about it is you could not have that twist and it would mm-hmm. still be fucking compelling. Because mm. most of it and is not still quite about horrific. That. Exactly. It, it's mm. like harrowing for mm-hmm. other reasons. And most of them are, are potentially probably what did happen. <laughs> like yeah. based on what yeah. they've discovered. Like but it's that the- great it's that great premise that a, that a lot of really good horror has where there's something supernatural, there's a monster, but what's really horrific yes. is the human element. Yeah. The what the what and people how people react will- during Crisis. crisis yeah what people mm. will do when it gets down mm. to the line yeah it's what a fucking show oh, and like, like i said I towards the end there i forgot there was a thing because it didn't that that wasn't what was fucking going on like the, they yeah the desperation and everything was was what was mm. interesting so. well if you if you decide to watch the second season leave i did start it, a bit. it. Okay. Uh, no, I started it, and I, I'm enjoying it, but it's okay, cool. almost like it's, a different show. Yeah, and it doesn't have that thing where you forget that you're watching something supernatural. It's all about that. <laughs> yeah, Sure, yeah. yeah. They doubled down on that a bit they more then? tripled down on it, yeah. Mm. One thing, and, and this is a, I know this is good because it added to it, but, man, I fucking hated that little prick. You know who I mean, yeah. Dan? Oh, yeah, oh, I know. That, right. act, that actor, what perfect <laughs> he, casting. Did what such a, a good job of playing a, a smarmy little snivelly, yeah, snivelly little prick. Like yeah. I just want to punch his little face. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's he's it's so he's he's really it's like a, like Joffrey in um, yes. Game of Thrones where you're just like ah oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, before we go back and and keep going down this path, can we just mm. talk about villains for a sec? Yeah. Sure. And I just I just want to talk about J.K. Rowling um, <laughs> right. in a lot of hot water this year for um, stating uh, what she feels are problematic elements mm-hmm. of the conversations surrounding transgender as a concept. Right. And, you know, the internet's cancelled her because you're not allowed to have questions or concerns about issues anymore. Have they cancelled her? I mean, we can come back to that, but, but yeah. Um, but, I think uh, she's fine. But- uh, well, I mean, so she's got uh, she's got a new book coming out, and mm-hmm. she's decided um, to make the villain a uh, transvestite because uh, she guess I guess she just wants to see how many people she can piss off. <laughs> well, we we talked about well, she questions it, but is happy to make money from it. Well, I mean, this is already a a number one bestseller, isn't it? So I, I 
I know this article does say, oh, you know, she's ended a, or people are saying on Twitter, oh, she's like murdered her own career and everything. But I don't know that that's true. I think this is just. Oh, no, no, I'm sure it's not. But people are very angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I get it. Hashtag cancel JK Rowling has been replaced with hashtag RIP JK Rowling. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just not sure that 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 anyone outside of that kind of bubble on Twitter even knows that this is a thing because I certainly didn't. And like I said, the book appears to be a number one bestseller. So I think, I mean, not that that has anything to do with her opinions on, you know, transgender or whatever. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm not sure everyone even, anyone even knows that this is a thing. But she did that big write-up about why she has concerns. And it seems like she's basically just written a fictional story. This is like, this is what I told you would happen. I made it up. I made up what, mm. I, what I was worried about kind of thing. Like somebody is, a guy is going to dress as a woman in order to kill women, right? That's what she was saying she thinks is going to happen, and she's written a book about it. Is that? I don't know what she was saying originally. Well, she because she-, she was abused, right? She was in an abusive relationship, and she her essay that she wrote was saying she's worried that the laws in Scotland are going to allow abusive men to wander into the women's bathroom and get up to stuff. That was her concern, I believe. Isn't that what everyone was? But, yeah, uh- I think, yeah, I think it may have been something like that. But I, I find that argument so silly because if someone's going to wander into a bathroom to do something like that, they're not really going to be worrying about what the sign yeah, in the yeah, door exactly. says. Yeah, quite right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just because you say they're allowed to go in there, I mean, they, they, could, they would surely they would do it anyway. I don't think she literally meant mm. access. I think what she meant was that men are so privileged they can be whatever they want and now they can even be women. Yeah, okay. I. Yeah. Mm. But isn't it, doesn't it the other way around as well? Although she's not looking at it from that point of view. That's the I thing, I guess, so. because that, yeah, that's why they, she's a she's a turf, right? Because she's a she's a feminist, so she's you know trans exclusionary radical feminism. You know, is that oh. a thing you've heard of? Um, they call her a turf. No, turf not means at all. Trans exclusionary radical feminist, which means you're an extreme feminist, and it's that's not really compatible with you know transgender because the idea is that they should be treated equally but if there's no difference between them other you know if gender's a construct well then kind of that all stops what they're working towards doesn't work as yeah it's like they conflict i guess is what i'm trying Mm. to say so interesting it certainly is interesting probably not qualified to talk about it yeah exactly right don't write in i know i'm not (laughs) i'm not an authority on this uh, there are probably smarter people who could explain what I'm trying to explain. But I do think she's probably fine. She doesn't have to work another day right. in her life. So. That's true. <laughs> Rowling has not yet publicly addressed the situation. She will. <laughs> she will. She always best, does. Yeah. She'll, she'll tweet something. Mm. Sometimes the best thing to do is just mm-hmm. to do nothing. Mm. She's not good at that, though. That's not her style. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing to do is if you want to convince people that you're not transphobic best thing to do is write a book uh about a transsexual who murders people <laughs> sometimes that's just the best thing to do i've not read any of her books so, um i've read harry potter yeah that's that's it I, I don't know she did harry potter then she went off and tried to do another book that didn't go well then she went back and did another harry then potter she thing. books as a man so I think- ironic did she <laughs> well this one i always assumed that the jk rowling was so that nobody knew whether she was a Joking? man or a woman, which is why most people use a pen name. 
This book that she's written, the one that we're discussing mm. about the, the serial killer, is written under the name Robert Galbraith, which is her pseudonym for crime fiction, where she writes as a man. So, oh. yeah, ironic. Because she thought she'd be taken more seriously writing crime fiction as a man. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> well, that's, the, Luke, that's what I'm saying. That's, Luke, the, that's, her, that's her feminist angle. Right, is that she thinks anyway? Yeah, we don't need to go into it. But that, that's what I'm saying. She's got she, her political and and cultural beliefs. Kind of, uh, I think where all this is coming from. Hmm. She's got a, an agenda that's not really compatible with with other people's agenda. Anyway, sure. I'm, uh, I look forward to Luke's review of Troubled Blood. I I I won't be reading it. I kind oh. of want to, but I won't either. I mean, let's, not an, I mean let's, someone tells I me. I need more right. lightsabers. I think Matt's the most likely to yeah. read this. It's a serial killer <laughs> book, and he's it's read true. other J.K. Rowling books. So I'll see. I'll think of, I'll, I saw I'll a see. great meme the other day that was, if I ever get murdered by a serial killer, you'll know that I died doing what I loved, learning about serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm, as an expert, I'll read this book, and I'll tell you if it's transphobic because I'll All know. Right. I'll know. Mm. Is it on Audible? I hope they got a transgender person to do the reading on Audible. <laughs> she insisted against it. Hmm. So how about some Star Wars news? Star Please. Wars news, Star Wars news. How about Star someone Wars getting news. fired from The Mandalorian? Is this true? <sighs> um, It seems to be that way from the articles I've been reading. And it would certainly explain a lot of the stuff we've heard about him not being on set for half the fucking episodes of season one. Mm. It sounds like that he, Pedro Pascal, really wanted to start doing scenes without the helmet. Mm. Even though they made it very clear in the first season, he can't be seen without the helmet. Mm. Mm. And we've already discussed the kind of controversial episode where he did uh, unhelmet. Uh, Which there was no no need for us mm. to see his face in that episode at all. No. They could have, and I think they may have done that as a way just to okay. Even the first season, I think it may have been a thing that he wanted to show his face, mm. and that may have been their sort of like we'll let you do it just this once. But then again, why get an actor like Pedro Pascal that you would have to pay a fair bit of money? Like he's been in two really popular season, series, television series before this: Game of Thrones mm. and Narcos. So like. I mean, why get a person who's got a recognisable face if you're going to cover up that face? So I, I don't actually recognise him. <laughs> mm. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. I Did you watch it. Narcos? No. Yeah. That'd be why. You haven't <laughs> there seen you go. I've, I've never seen this man before. Have you watched any <laughs> of the stuff he's in? No. 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> but... I, did, I just Googled and it yeah. does seem, I mean, this is going around. So I, I, the only reason mm. I question is because I was like, what is this website? And then it doesn't, it only links to some YouTuber who's like, Pedro Pascal got fired. It's like, well, who the fuck mm. are you? So, but, but it is. <laughs> no, I have read it on a few. This is just the, when I typed it in because mm. I pasted an article in, this is the one mm. that was there. Mm-hmm. But evidently, like they were saying, no, 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 throughout the thing. So he, he went behind the producers and directors back, went straight to LucasArts, mm. right, <laughs> Lucasfilm, and went, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't want to do this. And they've gone, go away then. Yeah. Like, you don't do it then. Fired. She doesn't fuck around. So there's, there, uh, I've seen other rumors that maybe it's now just going to continue on a bit like it actually is, that he's not going to come in and do any of the acting anymore. That'll just continue to be by uh, John Wayne's 
grandson. But but it's my understanding that and that's he'll just how, do the voice acting. That's apparently how season one went as well. Like the director, yeah. of mm. one of the episodes that we were breaking down was saying, "I never met Petra Pascal." Like I got to <laughs> set, and it was John Wayne's grandson. Yeah, and it's sort of weird because they sort of changed the awards now that. He could have been considered because up until recently, mm. you, if you're wearing a mask, you couldn't be eligible to win an award mm-hmm. because how do we know that's you, blah, blah, blah. Mm. How do we know him. that's you? There's no proof you were in it. <laughs> <laughs> but so he, he's sort of taking himself out of being running because he's never there to do it. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm still upset that they showed his face in the first season. Like I don't think it needed to be there and I – I'm happy that they're not going to do it because it would make no sense. Mate, I I was okay with that episode. I wasn't okay with the episode where he just took off his helmet to eat a sandwich. <laughs> Five feet away from everyone in the village. Playing. I, that was, I mean, that was arguably the worst episode of, of the entire season, but that that was just unforgivable. The um, So it's not just going to become the Baby Yoda show? Is that- well, I mean, according to this one YouTuber who's put all his clues together, I mean, she is saying that she believes that uh, they're just going to use scenes that they've got and kind of pepper him throughout the season, but he is not necessarily mm. going to be the, the protagonist. I mean, it's I mean, called which The is Mandalorian, odd, though. It? It's called The Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, they can just replace him with another Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. that's true. Maybe Baby Yoda will become a Mandalorian. If they could oh, swap how cute out would that Aunt be? Viv, they can swap out anyone. And then they could be like, it was him the Baby whole time. Baby Yoda puts on the little helmet yeah. and then you never see his face again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we couldn't, they couldn't do that. But he has to cut little little holes for the ears to yeah. stick out just so that we always know <laughs> still Baby Yoda. Oh, I need that as a pop vinyl. Just buy two and merge them. Merge them? Mm. When two become one. Oh, well, it's a song we, they wrote about it. So yeah, so evidently they're writing him out mm. from season three, possibly. But I, I there's no way right, that though, Matt. I mean, how do you write out the titular character? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially when, as you pointed out, Luke, it's a character who wears a mask. Just recast. Yeah, you'd have to do like you said. The only thing you need to do is get the voice. You'd have to do a thing like. Like you said, get another Mandalorian, and they can just be like, "Oh no, it's just a you know, it's a anthology mm. series about different Mandalorians." Yeah, and they'll change it to a Mandalorian, not the. <laughs> yeah, oh, Mandalorians, about a Mandalorian, the Mandalorians. We left yeah. the S off the promotional material mm. by accident. Maybe it's Latin, but also- it can just be Mandaloria. And that's <laughs> yeah. I find it strange, though, that and, uh, it's become such an issue that he had to start talking, going behind people's back to try and get this to happen. He. Would have known what he was signing up for at the start. Sure. You would think so. It's just throwing his weight around, I guess. Oh, don't fat shame him. Come on. <laughs> We've got some other Star Wars news. Oh, this is, I mean, it's not news. This is, uh, I mean, old news at this point. But um, Daisy Ridley has said that uh, all, the, all the stars are coming out now, you know, mm-hmm. airing the dirty laundry from the, the sequel trilogy. She's saying that apparently mm-hmm. even during production, during production, they were going back and forth and JJ was like, Maybe you're Obi-Wan's granddaughter. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, mm, no, nah, today you're Palpatine's granddaughter. Palpatine. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah. you got to be related to someone. Someone. <laughs> well, that's the, they were basically trying to figure out, like, how the fuck do we clean this mess up? Because you have to. Just, and that's the thing I still just don't understand. How did you not have the idea planned from the start? You know you're making a trilogy. Yeah. 
What happened but was- You don't have the story. They got J.J. Abrams and he set this thing up and then they let Ryan Johnson go in another direction, which would be fine, except then the fans got mad and they were like, ah, fuck. And then, so then th- then we ended up with what we got. So No, but that's just pandering. I mean, I- I was overjoyed when they said she wasn't related to anyone, and I didn't like much about that movie, but that I did like. Yeah. I liked that they just went, you know what? I know you're expecting her to be someone's fucking granddaughter, but guess what? She's not. And then JJ was like, she is. We just don't know who's. <laughs> That's what until until it out, the yeah. last day of filming. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and apparently during this, the scene at the end, she didn't know. When they shot that scene on Tatooine, they had not decided yet. Hmm. And then I, I believe maybe they had her say different names. Wow. And they're like, we'll pick one. Just because I'm the daughter of Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> my, name is, my name's Ray Ungabungo. Is that a character? Ray Solo. Ray Solo. I bet you that was discussed. Ray Fisto. Kit Fisto's granddaughter. Remember Kit Fisto? Whatever mm-hmm. happened to him? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was murdered by her granddad. Well, that's the other thing that's sort of starting to scare me a lot about Mandalorian too as well. They're starting to talk rumours about them bringing in, like, Darth Maul and Boba Fett. Yeah, and- don't do that. Wasn't yeah. that the whole point is that, that it could just be, like, a, a story that's taking place somewhere else in the universe that they don't have to connect it up? They don't have to well, be in there. Uh, I think that's what uh, uh, Favreau has come out and said there's, there's at least one Empire Strikes Back character in season two. And it's like, well, mm. I mean, I know, I know what you're getting at. You want us to be all like, oh, it's Boba Fett. It's probably Bosk. Or, <laughs> or that little <laughs> droid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we don't want that. Uh, or just Some people like, do. Rogue One was one of the best Star Wars movies to come out recently mm-hmm. because, yes, it did have Carrie Fisher at the very end, Darth Vader for a little bit, but it was its own story. It didn't mm. try to force the main characters down your throat to go, hey, mm. we're here. They don't need to be. Mm. One thing that I did like uh, about that this article brought up was that when uh, Pedro Pascal went to Lucasfilm and said, I need you to intervene, they said, oh, no, we're, we're actually staying hands off with Mandalorian. And mm-hmm. I hope that is true. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have learned have proved- our lesson. <laughs> yeah, they've proved that being hands-on is not what is best for this franchise. Not their strength. And uh, just letting Favreau and uh, what's the name of the uh, the director of the Clone Wars who also directs some of these episodes? Um, Fellini, oh, uh, Filioni, Dave. Yeah, yeah F- Dave Filoni, Fab- I think, Fab- something like that. Yeah, um, you know, they just let them do their thing and they created something really great. When they should just bring us on already to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they already steal their ideas. Yeah, they know They know we're just going to so, cast ourselves as everything. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be very homoerotic. So, <laughs> But strangely homophobic as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just that multiple nerdgasm touch. Mm. <laughs> hey, speaking of sci-fi, did we talk about the Dune trailer yet? I don't think we did. Did you watch the Dune trailer? I'm not trailer? sure we did, but I watched it. It, uh, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks good. It looks very- uh, It was not- very terribly exciting. Other than it looks the end like of it. they remade the old Dune movie, yeah, with a bigger budget and more modern effects. Yeah, so I'm a little. Hmm, and I'm, o- about- I'm okay with it. I, gu- I guess, but yeah, uh, but I was it, it, it didn't blow me away. Something 
different. Yeah, and I mean, somebody who was not impressed by it was uh, Alejandro Podorowski, who mm-hmm. famously tried to make a Dune movie in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Having uh, never read the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That's laughs> Why like, do you need to read the book? That was, uh, he read it when he Why started. Why would I? I love that. Cause, so I watched uh, Hodorowsky's Dune, which is a documentary about Great. his film that was never made. It's fantastic. But, yeah, that scene, that sequence where somewhat he, 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 he was doing really well. He was making all these very, very strange but, but very successful films. And then uh, that his producer friend said to him, what do you want to make next? And he said, Dune. And he was like, all right. And then he went and sort out the rights and that. And then he said, I don't know why I said Dune. I've never, I never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it was very popular. Yeah. yeah, he's a yeah, terrible crap book to read. Yeah, they, they told me it was good, so I was just like, wonderful book, Luke. Dune? Yeah, it is. I've tried. It's too slow. Matt, have you mm. watched any of um, Jodorowsky's other movies? No, I do want to, though, now. Yeah. His first kind of breakaway hit is called El Topo, The Mouse. Yes. Which is a, a Western. Now, there's a lot of weird kind of filler I didn't know he in was in all of his films. It- so that was an interesting well, thing to learn. Well, he's that, the main sorry? character in El Topo. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. That yeah. was. I didn't know he was and like a. You know, he's that guy. Yeah. Okay. He's the he's the Mexican Orson Welles. He is a fascinating character. Yeah, I've got to say, is, absolutely. From watching this yeah. documentary, because he was talking about he wanted to make Dune because he wanted to make he he he, he said he talks about himself as a prophet and he wanted to make a film that would mm. alter the consciousness of young people and make the world a better place. And he, he like, he seems serious about it and he's, he was really upset that he didn't get mm. to change the world with his film. Like, genuinely. Like, not, not in a bullshit way. Like, he seems like he's serious about that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. huh, I kind of wish he'd gotten to make this thing. But then again, maybe it's better that he didn't. Well, there is something strangely esoteric about all of his films. He's a very, mm-hmm. very purely creative kind of, Guy, mm. and I love that story Dan O'Bannon tells about how they just smoked weed together, and then when Horowski <laughs> was telling him about Dune, apparently this kaleidoscope of colours came out of his face. Like I can't tell it the way Dan O'Bannon tells it because Dan O'Bannon was fucking mm-hmm. crazy. He's amazing, but he said that like he was convinced by this mystical power that he had, and I'm like, this movie would have been mind blowing. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't impressed with the trailer. He said, this looks like industrial cinema, which means the money comes first. And mm. it's, a, you know, it's a safe Hollywood film. And he's understandably uh, cynical about that because that's why his film didn't get made. It's because they looked at it and they went, mm, no. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I, they gave it to David Lynch. I think this looks well done. I think it looks quite good. And it's a fairly good trailer. What I find interesting about it is that it's very dark. Yes. It's very kind of gloomy for a film that's set almost entirely <laughs> out in the desert. In direct. In the hot sun. Yeah, in sunlight, yeah. Yeah. I guess I was hoping too for some of the visuals because David Lynch's version kind of took it in a really <laughs> yeah. like 80s campy sci-fi direction. And I was hoping that this would go back to that more Bedouins in the desert kind yeah. of vibe that the original like cover art of the old novels the first editions had. Mm-hmm. Um, but this looks very similar to, to the 80s version. In fact, people yeah. have done mashups where they've remade the trailer but with shots out of the old one. I wonder if mm-hmm. that was a studio thing or if that's really what he wanted 
Like I don't mm. know. I guess we'll never, never you'll never really know. Because but I've I've liked all of his movies so far, so I'm gonna right. certainly give them a chance. Speaking of the Lynch one, I love that scene where Hodorowsky's talking about how he went and saw the Lynch one, and he didn't want to see it because he was really upset mm-hmm. about how he never got to make it. And then he goes, yeah. he's talking about, he goes in to see it. His son convinced him, and he was there going, "Oh God, oh God!" And then the film started, and he was like, "Oh my God, it's awful." Yeah, and he was. Like, he had a big smile <laughs> on his face. He was like, yeah. "What a failure!" Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, his son was going to pay play Paul Atreides. Yeah, so. he he he. Two years, he forced him to learn martial arts six mm. hours a day to do this. That's what, what I like again. Listeners, watch Hodorowsky's June. It's fascinating, mate. His son is in El Topo as his sidekick, and he's naked. The entire time, it's just this little ten-year-old boy with no clothes on, following his dad around on a horse. Yeah, Hodorowsky's interesting. As you do, so he, he, weird, but very like I, I, it sounds odd, but I'm sure he he seems like one of those really genuine artists who's like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. There's a reason to it. Like, there's a scene that they show from El, no, no, from uh, the Mount of God. What's it called? Um, Holy Mountain. Film? Holy Mountain. Sorry, yeah, where mm-hmm. a guy shits a gold brick or something. Mm-hmm. And then, they, I mean, I, I haven't seen it in context, but he, when he talks oh, about it. All this shit's out of context even when you see it. But the way that he talks about it, you know, like, the, you know, there's some people who do something like that and you can tell it's just, they're just making shit up. Whereas when mm-hmm. he talks about it, you can tell that he meant something, mm-hmm. whether it comes across I mean, or it's not. it's abstract and, and nonsensical, but, but it means something but, to him. Exactly. Yeah, he did it. There's a reason that he there's a guy taking a shit and it's a gold mm. brick. <laughs> like it's not as opposed to arbitrary. say David Lynch, who will just like I thought it'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, he asked me, "Did I do you want to blow up the cabin?" And I was like, "Can we do that?" And then I was like, "Absolutely, <laughs> let's blow up the cabin." <laughs> yeah, I started watching some of his um, COVID lockdown weather reports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a guy! What I love a David Lynch. I, he again. I know. I think Lynch does tap into something a bit interesting, but I also I know what you mean. Occasionally, it does yeah, yeah, by accident. <laughs> Hydrowski seems a bit more focused with it. Also, a fucking this was going to have Orson Welles in it. it was, anyway, mm-hmm. watch Hodorowsky's Dune. Fascinating, and I'm Nicholas Winding Refn's a weird dude. Yeah, winding or winding, I, I can never figure it out. He's, I, I think I always try to say it in a way that doesn't quite sound like either. Does he? I don't not know. I shame him or anything. Does he have a speech impediment? I found him he's, hard to. Uh, no, he's Danish. I think he's got oh, a Danish accent. Is that what that is? Yeah, he sounds he sounds very American. But then every now and then he says a word, and I'm like, I had to think about what is he saying. Anyway, mm. that, that probably explains that. That's that's slipping through. But he's mm. also a little bit on the spectrum as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I picked up on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm no psychologist, but mm. yeah, ah. the man's obsessively focused. Yeah, there's a great documentary that his wife made about him uh, making, and I can't remember if it's Drive or the one that came after Drive. Uh, Only God forgives, um, mm. but it's just about her, her documentary on her husband becoming just obsessive about each film that he makes. Yeah, right. And it's really interesting. I forget the title. Drive is very good. So I watched. Uh, yeah, Drive is excellent. Drive is excellent. Have you watched Valhalla Rising? No. Okay, I think it came out one or two films before Drive. It's got Maz Mikkelsen in it. And oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's about Vikings. 
well, now I've got to watch that. And need I say more? Yes. <laughs> it's a very good movie and you should watch it. Okay, then. There you go. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.